This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or for His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Hey, good morning, and welcome to The Chair. My name is Amy Bauman, and I'm so glad that you're choosing to watch today's episode. If this is your first time joining us, just a special welcome to you. We are actually in the middle of Joy Journeys, where I'm having an opportunity over the course of June to interview five different women, all on a different journey, um, being able to hear their story, how God is working and moving in their lives, and we've been able to really kind of just pull things that we can apply to our own lives, especially over the last two weeks. Today, I have the very special privilege of talking with Becky Steiner. She has got some amazing things happening in her life. God is really definitely on the move. And so I'm excited to share that interview with you today. Becky considers herself an angel from the world of imagination. And we're going to talk more about that here in a few minutes. She's an imagination advocate for kids and wants to help adults reclaim theirs. I think this is so important because it feels like there are so many people that have maybe lost their imagination or that creativity that uh, used to be really prevalent back when we were thrown outside and, you know, had to make our day without internet, without phones, without iPods, and uh, could find adventure uh, with our imagination. So I love what she's doing. She earned a BA in Creative Writing and English from Grand Valley State University and an MA from Grand Rapids Theological Seminary in Educational Ministries and Creative and Theological Writing. She's um, dabbled in a few careers, but she really feels that her true purpose and calling is to inspire kids to live their best lives and to follow their dreams despite obstacles which is definitely something that we talk about here on the chair, um, really being obedient to what God is asking us to do, to step out in faith and to grab hold of that, even um, when we don't really understand what that's gonna look like. So if you would please welcome with me, Becky Steiner. Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the chair. Hey, Amy, it's so good to be here. I'm so excited. Well, I am so excited for you and all of the things that is going on with your life right now and your brand new book that's coming out soon. So I can't wait for you to share with myself, but also all of the watchers and listeners today, River of Possibilities. Tell me about it. Wow. This, is, this book has been years in the making and it is librarian and kid tested and approved. So I had some amazing test readers that this book could not have been possible without them. Um, and it's a very timely book as well. Um, kind of the, the back cover copy, I guess you could say, is that Amelia Regenpop, who's my main character, she's 12 years old. I love her name, first of all. <laughs> That's awesome. I, it's my niece, Amelia. And then I'm like, I need a fun name, Regenpop. I don't know, it came to me one day. I'm like, that's cool. That's fun. So Amelia Regenpop, one night she's transported through the river of possibilities and ends up in the world of imagination where she basks, well, she's nine years old when she's transported, and she basks in these whimsical wonders of the world of imagination, like anything you can think of. And there's so many different 
creatures and fairy tale characters and everything. It's just a blast. Oh, wow. And then she comes back into what we know as Earth's reality or the world of middle ground. Okay. When she comes back, she finds that Mortimer Media III, who controls practically everything now, has or is eliminating creativity and imagination through a software virus that he inflicted on the world. So if you look at a screen, you get broadcast signals of everything and it just, it starts to eliminate all the neural pathways that make you creative and imaginative. Okay. So Amelia is in the world of imagination, comes back, it, it's done, all right? And so it's gonna be up to her, her best friend Kai, Malachi Noah Fenbender is his name. <laughs> Mr. Charles. Another great name. <laughs> and then you've got Mr. Charles, who's this eccentric, mysterious old guy who's got a magical cane, who she thinks only exists in her imagination, but he doesn't because Kai can see him. And, um, and so it's up to them to help restore imagination to the world. Oh, and Mortimer has kidnapped Amelia's mom to boot. And so he's like, you know what, either I'm going to, now there's not violence or anything like that. But he's like, I'm going to do away with your mom, or you have to destroy the world of imagination. And so she's got this, uh-oh, do I save imagination or do I lose my mom? Right. So that's kind of the gist of the book. Wow. Okay. So first, I, as I'm listening, what parallel do you have with real life, you know, with technology and the way we can all get sucked into our phones and our iPods and our tablets and lose sight of all the amazing things we can do with our brain? And that's, that's one of the keys I think that I'm, I'm looking at right now is, and this is where it goes into the workshop part of what I'm going to be doing, imagination to story workshops. Okay. And so this is kind of where this premise comes from. A lot of kids today are losing their imaginations. They're losing their connection to their own unique God-given imaginations that, that is a part of them to, to tell their stories, the stories that they have within them. Instead, right. it's a reverse. It's story that is influencing their imagination. So whatever they hear and see on television or in the news or you know, a variety of different outlets, that's what's feeding their imaginations. A lot of kids we know um, have suffered from sex trafficking and exploitation, abuse, trauma, poverty, homelessness, racism, bully. They've suffered from that. That story has you know, kind of told them what their imagination is about. They've lost their kid-like ability to truly imagine. And so my heart with that is to say, no, there's so much good in your imagination. You have a unique story to tell. You know, I, I've gone through a lot in my life and have overcome a lot. And it was through story, creativity and using my own God-given imagination. But I had to take a path, a journey to find my own identity and who I am and who God created me to be to tell my stories and to find my voice to write for kids. And I want to teach kids how to do the same thing. And that's somewhat of what the river of possibilities it's about. It's just about saying your imagination is wonderful. Look at how nature gets along with each other for the most part. <laughs> I, mean, right. I, mean, I mean, nature works together. It doesn't complain that, you know, Rose doesn't complain that it's not a tulip. It does its thing in its season and it's happy to then prepare for the next season. And so there's a lot of nature metaphors in river of possibilities as well as as imagination okay well i love that and you know that i just wrote doris the dragonfly so there's some also nature involved and also we're fearfully and wonderfully made you're not a butterfly you're a dragonfly so i i'm all about what you're saying that is so great 
Um, tell me what's like the best age then for a book like River of Possibilities? Either grade, grades four through seven is the target audience. Okay. They're going to be able to have fun with it. They're going to laugh a lot. It's, you know, if you're an adult reading it, you're like, wow, okay, I can see where there's, there's some parallels. But if you're a kid reading it, you're like, oh my, the farting fun house in the world of imagination, <laughs> all the noise without the stink, that is great. You know? oh, Whereas wow. if you're an adult, you're going to be like, wow, the calorie zap fat shop. You can eat all the sweets you want and only get thinner. <laughs> you know, so like these different types of things you're going to be able to laugh at, you know, kids, but they're also going to say, yeah, you know, look at, maybe I'm going to turn away from my phone or maybe I'm going to turn away from watching TV and try to figure out how my own imagination can play into, you know, helping the world to be a better place. Right. They're going to be entertained, but I think they're going to learn a lot too from it. Oh, wow. So you've kind of told me some of the kid, the key themes, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you've mentioned about this workshop. So talk to me about, it. one, you've got a book coming out, but what is this workshop and, and what is the other things that you're kind of doing alongside of the book? So Kids Way is um, uh, official LLC, so it's my small business, okay. and um, the what I'm going to be launching in the fall is the Imagination to Story workshops, and so they'll be offered in either, you know, a one-class segment, like 45 to 60 minutes, half day, or full day. Depending on what option a school or a library chooses, they'll get more for their buck, you know, if they do a full day. And so what it's going to do is it's going to first take kids within the wild realms of their imagination. I'm going to take them through a few different fun interactive exercises that will really get them to get connected to their imagination. From there, we're going to go into a story writing craft. And I want to take kids at their own pace, have their own stories to tell. There's no right or wrong story. This yeah. is their artistic expression. And so I'll teach kids how to craft a good story. I'm also providing um, a, a small group mentoring, three to five students. That would be more like a six-week course where I take them from, hey, I've got this great idea to I want to publish a short story somewhere. And so I'll take them on that course, three to five students um, from idea to story. And so that's kind of what we're doing with Kids Way workshops. Kids Way publishing is um, a future goal I have. Okay. I would love in about two years or so, maybe a year to two years to have Kids Way magazine and this would be force kids by kids. And so it would just go through, or educators. I would like to really give educators a voice as well. Sure. And so um, launch a magazine in the near future. And then long-term goal is to actually publish novels and stories by kids or by educators. Um, just to, wow. you know, again, it's going from that imagination to story element without story feeding their imagination so much. We're all inspired by stories, obviously. Yes. Um, yeah. So this workshop then is not necessarily something that someone is going to sign up for online per se, as you're going to be going to the schools, you're going to be going to uh, different areas to have this be implemented into the classroom. Yeah, it'll be, you know, they'll, they'll hire me just for, you know, a, a day session or a half day session or, or an hour session. The only thing that would take place sort of outside that, that we could schedule would be the small group mentoring. Okay. That would be done in a public place and there has to be a minimum of three students okay. and then a maximum of five. You know, I really want to teach them how to critique each other um, and how to, you know, really go in depth with, with the story or imagination to story elements. Okay. So yeah, for, but for the most part, yeah, um, teachers, schools, that sort of thing, they would reach out to me and 
or I'll be hounding them. So teachers, educators, be looking for me. <laughs> I'm just going to say that's a big shout out right there to all of you right. teachers and administrators. And I'll make sure I post Becky's information at the end so you know how to reach out to her. But you're, so you're hoping to start that up in the 2021-22 school year in the fall. Yes. Okay. Yep. And I'm fully vaccinated now so I can go into school. <laughs> so you're prepared, you're equipped. I love it. And you said it's, it's an LLC now, so you're an official business. And um, you also put together a website for this yep. information, correct? Yeah, beckysteiner.com. It also, there's, um, yeah, beckysteiner.com. You can go there for the blog. And I, and I told a, a story in, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Hold on. Kids in Danger, Why I Must Help. And that's kind of shares a little bit more in depth of why I feel called to working with kids. And my website lists all my qualifications. Like I'm not just somebody who just woke up yesterday and said, why don't I do this today? You know, um, Ian talks about education, continuing education. So what qualifies me and all the information you could need. Well, I, I'm blown away just by first the names of the characters <laughs> and some of the places that they go to. I mean, I can't even imagine you waking up yesterday and putting all this together. <laughs> this, this story, I mean, how long you said, how long has it been in the makes and the works? It's probably been a five, six years. Oh my word. So it's going to be rich, rich with quality and content and ideas and imagination. And I love that. Yeah. I love it was that. fun. <laughs> so tell me about, and, and I don't think you mentioned this yet, the Story Kids Way Travel Academy. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of officially calling the workshop because okay. I want to take kids. I don't want to just go up there and just start telling them, okay, this is what plot is about. I want it to be fun. So I'm going to provide some, what I call travel maps for kids. And they're like little booklets that they'll keep. Okay. And so this will be what they can write in, journal in, whatever they want but it's going to kind of guide them in the main points of what I'm going to teach. And so I call it a travel academy because I want to be not a teacher or an instructor necessarily, but a guide. Sure, sure. You know, I'm not telling them what to write. And so I go in here as a travel academy, the ITS Kids Way Travel Academy, I love it. where it's all in story. Like we're going to battle the chaotic seas of ideas. You know, we're going to confront the villains of social media or you know whatever you know and just you know what are our villains or obstacles to imagination those are what we're going to overcome you know and just kind of make it fun and interactive for the kids well i wish i was fourth through fourth through seventh grade yes though i could tailor it to almost any grade like i had this kind of idea of having third graders teach seniors in high school about imagination oh, and how to not lose it like i think that would really empower third graders and i think seniors would have a blast with these little kids. I do so too. Something I have in the works. Wow. Well. well, I, I love your creativity and I can see that you are going to be an amazing uh, travel guide to be given these children um, a look at what imagination can be like. And, and it is, it does feel like it's a lost art. It does feel like it's something that we have just somehow uh, slowly faded out of, of our society, our community. And I love that you want to bring it back. That is amazing. Um, it, tell me about uh, Kids Way Charities and, mm -hmm. and what does that do and what does that support? So when I, when I first had the ideas for Kids Way, I wanted it to be a nonprofit because my heart 
is really, really, really strong about helping kids who have been gone through sex trafficking and exploitation, especially what these kids go through. I've read stories, I've read books on it. I've done some research and it just, it wrecks my heart. Like I just, there were nights I couldn't sleep because I wanted to go out into the middle of the night and rescue these kids who are, who are going through so much of the psychological, emotional and physical trauma. And I think it's, you know, believe it or not, child sex trafficking is get this a multi-billion dollar industry and it is only growing. And I'm like, that is not acceptable. And it's not for just, you know, you might think, well, kids living on the streets are low income. No, this is kids from every walk of life that are, are, that are subject to this kind of sort of predators, you know? I mean, if you're struggling with depression, you could be the richest kid and you're struggling from anxiety. All of a sudden some guy comes along and you're like, oh, I'm in love with him and I'm gonna run off with him, but he's a, he's a pimp, you know? Yeah. And so my heart was to help these kids. And since I also need to make a living <laughs> at some point, I'm like, why not do a small business and have, you know, highlight charities each month and then whatever book sales I get and, um, workshops that I schedule, I'll take a percentage of that and donate it to that charity like Shared Hope International or Holland Rescue Mission, anybody that works with kids to help kids thrive and live in freedom. And it wouldn't just be like sex trafficking or exploitation. It would be trying to help kids who are suffering from depression and anxiety it would be how to stop cyberbullying. These types of things that really drag kids down and, and rob them of their imaginations. And so this is kind of my way to say, okay, I'm not quite a nonprofit. I'm making a living, but I'm doing what my heart really wants to do. And that's really helping these kids and supporting organizations that already exist out there that are trying to do good and are doing better than I probably could, (laughs) you know, and to support them and highlight the work that they're doing. Well, I love what God is doing right now in this month of June on Joy Journeys because um, the very first week I interviewed Helen Zirup with Grant Me Hope, and they do fostering and adoption for children, and they're really trying to tackle like all over the United States. And so we'll have to make sure I get you connected Please to do. them because they're doing some amazing things. And uh, it feels like you could just fit right in to, to something there, whether part of it is a donation um, from what you're doing or even maybe helping some of those kids uh, reclaim their imagination. Love and, you. Uh, that would be amazing. Yes, get me that information. I totally, I will reach out to them. Definitely. I will. I will. So I was thinking about this. Okay, it's summertime. K- schools are wrapping up. Um, you know, kids are going to start getting into a routine at home, perhaps from their parents. Uh, I would really like to just end today with maybe. And I didn't ask you about this in advance. So use your creativity. Um, How would you encourage parents over the summer to like be able to start building some of this imagination and creativity into their children so they don't lose it when they go back to school? Yeah, that's great. You know, I think being out in nature is key. So even, you know, one idea that I I thought of is like giving kids a paper bag and saying, go go out and gather up 10 different things within your yard or whatever, different things, and then come back, lay it all out and write a story about it. Wow, that's a great idea. One of the things that I would love to encourage parents is let your kid's imagination just go free you know, sometimes give them, give them time to just sometimes sit, sit and think for 10 or 15 minutes 
and say, okay, what'd you think about, you know, did you come up with a story without, you know, necessarily turning on the TV and saying, you know, get something from there, you know, but encourage kids to use their own active imaginations, or if it's a rainy day, grab a junk drawer, do the same thing, 10 things, and then write a story for each thing about give it a past, give it a name, you know, make it interactive with each other, you know, like the paper clip said to the pen, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, but, or make it, you know, they were in this castle of cluttered drawers, you know, <laughs> something like that, but make it fun. I would love to be in your mind for about two seconds. I think that's all <laughs> I could handle, but some of your imagination is so powerful. And I think it's going to be wonderful to be able to spill into these kids and uh, help them create their imaginations. And um, wow, I'm just, I'm so blown away. I've never really had this much time to talk with you and kind of get a picture into your passion and your life. So I'm so grateful. Is there um, anything you want to tell us about River Possibilities, like um, when it's coming out and where it will be able to be accessible? Where can people pick up a copy? You can go to my website, um, beckysteiner.com. So it'll have it there. I'm also on Facebook, um, Becky Steiner, author, speaker, but mainly off of my website. I would be happy if it's in like the Holland Grand Haven-ish area. I'm also happy to hang out with families or whatever and just talk about imagination, sell my books that way. Um, it'll be available <laughs> June 30th. <laughs> it was Memorial Day and it was June 15th. I'm thinking it is going to be available officially June 30th. Um, and the best way to buy it, you can go Amazon and all those other places, but um, I would love it if you bought it off my website because what I'd like to do then is autograph it um, for whoever would be buying that, that book. Um, give me a heads up. Hey, I just bought it. And I would make sure that, that I autographed it for them and then sent it out personally. So yeah, BeckySteiner.com is probably the best way or just get hold of me. Hey, I want to buy your book. I want to buy your book. <laughs> yeah. Come well, here. we'll make sure that people stay, um, you can update us, right. If it happens to spill yeah. into July, but we're going to speak against that right now. It's going to be June 30th. It is released and, um, they can, you know, stay on top of everything that you're doing. And again, I just want to do a shout out to all of you school administrators and teachers. You are going to want to get on Becky's list ASAP because I have a feeling before long, she's going to be super busy. And you're just <laughs> going to have to be on a waiting list for the, the future school years. So I, um, I just pray that you get a lot of interest and um, wow, you have so much to offer to these children to grow their imaginations. Thank you so much. I am very, very passionate and excited about it. Well, let me pray over you before yeah. we go. And then uh, I'll make sure I include all of your information so people can get a hold of you. Perfect. So Father God, I thank you for Becky. I am just so wowed by the imagination that you have given her and how she has grown that Lord and her passion for sharing that with other people. And I just pray a blessing over her, uh, that everything finishes up and that her book River of Possibilities will be released on June 30th, that she just gets an overwhelming response of people that want to bring her into school settings and be able to teach children more about utilizing and growing their imagination. I thank you for her life and her passion. And I just pray a blessing over her and thank you for everything that you are doing in her and through her Lord. We love you and praise you and ask these things in Jesus' name. 
Amen. And thank you so much. Well, thank you for being with us today. And I'm just so excited for everything that God is doing. And I can't wait to get a copy of your book, River of Possibilities. <laughs> It'll be fun. I can't wait. Yeah. Thanks so much, my friend. Thank you, Amy, so much. Yeah. Have a great day. You too. I can't even tell you how charged up I was after talking to Becky and I think just the creative juices were moving and I was I was blown away literally by some of the names of the characters and just the amount of depth of story backline people plot twists it's going to be an amazing um, book for children to read and uh, I love what she's doing. It's not just a book. This is really just um, a nature. It's, it's uh, something that she can uh, build into uh, young people through schools. And so really any administrators are out there, teachers that, that want to reach out to Becky, I have her information right here. Uh, make sure that you reach out to her on her website. Uh, make sure that you get her new book. Uh, River of Possibilities, which prayerfully is going to be coming out June 30th. And then also to reach out to her if you would like to invite her to come to your school and, um, and do a teaching and do a workshop. There, uh, I just know that God is going to be doing amazing things with her, not only in Michigan, but you know all over the United States. So just an incredible journey. And really, while we're in June and school is getting out and uh, things are wrapping up and now moms and dads, you've got kids at home. I would just really encourage you to kind of use today as a catapult to kind of catapult you out into summertime and remember the importance of using our imaginations and what that would look like. So rainy days, I mean, Becky gave us a couple of ideas to, to, uh, to look into our junk drawer, which I have one. My husband and I were just in it the other day. Pull that out and pull out 10 items, um, all just random things, and, and write a story about it. And how did they meet each other? And what does that look like? And what kind of adventures did they go on? Have them go outside and pick up 10 things in the yard. Uh, I might have 10 things in my yard right now. And um, write a story about it. You know, get those creativity neurons firing and working throughout the summer as well. And I also love, um, especially right now, as there are so many people out there struggling with their identity and who they are in Christ, this is one way to remind them of how uniquely and, and fearfully and wonderfully made they are and how God created each of us. I'm not a Becky Steiner. I'm, I'm not a Helen Zirup. I'm not a Sherry Hoppin. But he's made a way for each of us to, to be our own unique person. And what are we able to bring into the world because of that uniqueness? Children need to know what that is. Children need to have that instilled in them to be reminded of who they are. And um, that's such an important way to do it is with our imaginations, with our creative side, uh, to be able to build and grow the, the kinds of um, desires in our heart, those beautiful things that the Lord has placed there to share with the world. And when we are all operating in those full gifts, 
we can bring heaven to earth. We can create a community of, of believers that are filled with love and peace and joy and, and can complement each other uh, while we're living here in this world. And so I'm just in awe of how God has brought together these people. I'm in awe of their, each of their own creative gifts. I'm in awe of how God has uniquely designed each one of us to offer something very special to the world. And I'm in awe of uh, just being able to be a part of all of it. So thank you so much for uh, watching each week and being a part of the chair and a part of this amazing journey that we're on, uh, especially this month. And I just know that, that God is going to continue to bless each one of us as we continue to renew our minds to become more like him. I have missed, I'm not going to lie, I have missed you in that feeling like that one-on-one -on -one teaching that we've done each week. Um, so just know that I've been missing you, uh, thinking about you and praying for you guys. But also um, this just opens so many doors and opens our minds to realize that it's not just all about me. This is about uh, how God is working and moving at such a bigger level and how it really um, kind of intertwines all of us. So I'm grateful for this time, but just know uh, I'm looking forward back to that one-on-one -on -one teaching that, um, that we do each week. But let me pray for you before we close out today. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you for how big you are and how amazing you have created each one of us, Lord, and the many gifts and talents that you have instilled in us, Lord. And sometimes it's scary to step out and offer up the world a gift that you have given us. And I just pray, if anything, that this month reminds us that we need to continually be stepping out in obedience and in faith in you. And, and when we do that, you're going to bless us. You're going to you're going to intertwine our lives and complement each other with those gifts. And, and that's one way to bring your kingdom here to earth. So I thank you for Becky. I thank you for her life and what she's doing. And I just pray that you will continue to, to bless her efforts, Lord, and, uh, and be with her as she reaches out and, and helps grow our young people to grow their imaginations and to know who they are, Lord, in you. And we just, I thank you for each person watching, each person listening, that you will bless them and that you will help them as they are on their own journeys. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Next week, I am going to be interviewing here on set my very good friend and mentor, Jeannie Skolton. You are not going to want to miss it. Um, but just thank you for being here each week and for watching. Make sure that if you need resources, if you need to watch any of the past episodes, you can go to my website, amybauman.com. But we also have a daily devotional. We have a link to our social media ministry, which is on Facebook. Um, you can find out more about For His Glory Ministry. There's a store. There's um, uh, online um, classes that are coming up soon. There's lots of ways for you to be renewing your mind while we're all on our own individual journeys. So thanks so much for being here. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. 
Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.